Ramble. Hello, everyone. Happy 2021. Welcome back to another recording of You Can Sit With Us. I'm one of your hosts, Becky, and I'm joined by Maggie. We're on Zoom, so it's a little bit weird to record nowadays, so I didn't want to interrupt you because there is a lag, but I'm here too. (laughs) And Rachel. Hi. And we're going to be talking about all things 2021 this uh, this episode. Uh, Did anybody make any New Year's resolutions? How do we feel about New Year's resolutions? Do you guys make them? So up until this coming year, Zach and I used to be really excited. We would make a Zach list, a Maggie list, a Bowie list, a Zach, Maggie, and Bowie list. And this year we were reviewing our ones from last year. And obviously we didn't get to accomplish a lot of our goals. Mm -hmm. Um, So this year I'm just going to be a little bit more uh, chill. Can you read some of the Bowie list to us, please? Oh, oh, oh. The Bowie list? Oh my gosh, it's in my phone. But like the big one from last year was him being able to walk on a loose leash and not pull our arms off so we could all enjoy our walk as a family. And he accomplished that. Did he? Yay, wow. Bowie. He did. <laughs> Yay, Bowster. <laughs> yeah. It was hard work, but um, I can't think of anything. Well, I don't want to go over from last year. My favorite Instagram video of all time is a woman going over her... Uh, 2020 New Year's resolutions and starting to laugh, cry through them because they're all like, be more social, drink less, get outside more, (laughs) travel more. I think I saw that one. (laughs) Become financially stable, hang out with my grandmother who did not make it through the year. RIP. Um, I know, but like, I know. Rachel. (laughs) Sorry. We're keeping it up this episode. This episode is up. Up, yes. up, up. <laughs> Wait, Mags, so you're not making mm. any this year. I like made some very loose ones, like mm-hmm. intentions, because before I used to be very like, okay, when I make a goal, it has to have like a time frame. It has to be like a certain number. Like I can't just say like, be more positive. Like you can't really measure that. Mm-hmm. But this year, mm-hmm. I, the, like those are okay. Intentions are okay. Like being okay. patient with yourself is totally fine. Because before I wanted to be able to like understand like what the goal was entirely and be able to check it off. You know what I mean? You wanted to get to the end of a year and be like, I did all of these things. I walked on a loose leash and enjoyed my family walk. Yeah. I actually haven't sat down and made them. I remember like the 31st of last year is when we like actually wrote them out and had them on paper and stuff. And it's, it's kind of fun to look at at the end of the year on new year's eve or days prior and reflect on like what the year was but this -hmm. year we're just being a little bit more chill about it yeah i always pick one because i'm not Mm -hmm. good at like i get very overwhelmed if there's too much going on Mm -hmm. um so last year i did accomplish my new year's resolution was to not eat red meat and so i went all of 2020 with no red meat going into 2021 also with no red meat um get it girl If anyone else is looking for an easy sort of something to put on their resolution list, cutting out red meat is a great thing you could do, even if it's just one day a week uh, or two days a week, whatever you can afford in your personal life uh, and for your family lifestyle, uh, Mm -hmm. it does. It it would really impact the environment if everyone could lessen their dependency on 
cows. Hell yeah. Um, and, and didn't, isn't that how you guys started um, not eating red meat? I think that there was a time where you guys were mostly like plant-based, like, and you would like indulge, I think like on the weekends. So it I was think, for the the book. We were yeah. uh, vegan for the, yeah. When they were doing the book, Keith and I went vegan for like three months. And then we did, um, we only ate meat on the weekends. And then last year we only ate meat if we were out of the house. So we didn't cook any meat in the house. And then yeah. this year I just gave up beef. Keith did not. So he still <laughs> likes, because he loves to cook. That's something that makes him really happy and um, since we don't make it in the house when we have, you know, if we had friends over, if yeah. <laughs> he would be able to cook for them and they would uh, enjoy it. Sorry, I had like yeah. a weird hiccup. Um, so, yeah, I like to pick one thing. And then mm-hmm. this year, I think I'm going a little more. It's one thing, but it's encompassing more things. Mm-hmm. So I'm focusing on my mental health this year. I've had, mm-hmm. you know, a little journey for the last three or four months. So I'm going to continue that, but that's going to, you know, affect my working out, diet, uh, you know, all those things. So just focusing mm-hmm. more on that. Is there mm-hmm. like an action plan you can take to accomplish that? Or is that something you're just setting time aside for every day? Um, I have kind of an action plan that I worked out with my therapist uh, mm-hmm. and my psychiatrist, which is good, mm-hmm. you know, having both of them work together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just about balancing uh, medication, therapy, uh, mm-hmm. fitness, and then um, kind of like writing down any thoughts or um, just being more conscious of things that are happening around me and happening sort of within me. So I can mm-hmm. take a better stock of those things and see if there are habits mm-hmm. that I want to change or behaviors that I want to get better at. Yeah. What about you, Rach? Um, well, I, you know, I've had some failed resolutions in years past. Like when you try to go too big, too hard, too much, you just <clears> want to, you're like, this year I'm going to plan a trip to Greece and we're going to go for a month. And, you know, it's just like, Sometimes that doesn't come together because you just go job to job to job or whatever, or it's more expensive than you thought or, um, or like, I'm just going to be the healthiest person I've ever been. Um, so I tend to these days, last year, year before, just focus on something really tangible, um, that I could accomplish within the first few months just to sort of kickstart this other trip around the sun. Um, and so I kind of have two this year and they're like pretty small, but I think significant. Um, one is I really want, uh, my husband and I to every week spend time with each of our kids one on one. We hardly do that. We almost never do that unless I'm taking like only one of them to a doctor's appointment or urgent care or something. And I just find which has happened a couple times in quarantine. Um, you know, they run a high fever. You have to go to urgent care. It's all been fine. Um, just ear infections and the like. But I find that they're just different people separate now that they're getting a little bigger. And I think it's really important that we carve out individual time for them. So just like something every week, going to get coffee, whatever, cookies, you know. Um, and then the other one is to work on my posture, which I was just noticing <gasps> even as we were sitting here. Oh, that's my posture is so bad. After you carry babies and then you have no ab muscles for like 10 months and then you just spend your life 
leaning and hunching over, over babies. Over a computer. Yep. And then over a computer. And you're just constant, like, when I just bathe them every day, I'm just bending over into the tub. And it's meant so that I sit like this all the time. Even in the Try Guys office at, like, the non-desks with the, you know, not great chairs. Like, I just got to sit better. So I think I yeah. might have to do some planks on my way there, which sounds miserable, but... <laughs> You yeah, know. you gotta do it. That was one of my resolutions last year, and I even bought this weird contraption on Amazon that basically looks like a backpack without a bag. Uh huh. I ended it up work? returning it because oh. I wanted to wear it at work. Because my posture at work, I'm hunched over. Every You're always everyone. bending over people too. I sometimes see people take videos of me. Like Zach will sometimes <clears throat> take a video of me, and I look like a straight up turtle. And it's yeah, only gotten worse. So my, I need to work on my posture as well. Me too. I think it would just improve my overall like well-being in life if my posture was good. Yeah. You know, it, like if I had some core strength holding me up all the time, I just think I would Becky feel better. Becky has really better. good posture. You always have pretty good posture. Tell what us up, your what secrets. Up. What up? <laughs> um, so you have to have a speech impediment when you're little so that a speech <laughs> therapist can tell you to sit up straight uh-huh. and get enough air through your mouth. You have to um, then be an actor for about mm-hmm. 20 years oh, yeah, and yeah. go to college. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, um, and then, yeah, then it, then it, it just all comes together. together. <laughs> Eugene yeah, said his yeah. mom used to go around like pulling their shoulders back and making them sit up straight. And I just wish she could come do that to me throughout the day, all day. Yeah. Same. Yeah. We had to study this thing called the Alexander Technique in school. And it's oh, basically yeah. like having the string behind your a uh, head that goes through your back. So anytime I feel like I've hunched, I just try and release and roll back. I wonder if like sleeping in fetal position is actually really bad for your back as well. And that's exactly how I like to sleep. So really, gotta work. yeah, I'm like you pull full, your like, knees up. Mm, not to, I mean a little bit. I'm not like fully flexed fetus <laughs> style, but I am pretty like cocooned. Well, those all sound very reasonable. I love a goal that's achievable and I'm really not into ones that set the bar too high we're not going anywhere this next year I don't think so just gonna be at home do some home improvement do some posture improvement spend some time with the kids do our work if one thing that 2020 and 2021 will give us is time Mm because as soon as like everyone starts going back to work there's not these slow mornings anymore where you kind of make your own schedule and Kind of take things at your pace. So I am thankful mm-hmm. for that. Is there anything about 2021 that you're really looking forward to that, you know, something that this year can bring that last year did not? I'm hoping, fingers crossed, my parents can come and visit and see the house. You yeah. know, we had so many life changes this year, getting the house, getting Alfred, Um and I really, really hope that it can come to fruition. You know, I usually mm-hmm. see my mom on her birthday, which is in February, uh, and that's definitely not going to happen. But later mm-hmm. in the year, maybe in the spring, hopefully they're, you know, they can get vaccinated and L.A. can get its shit together. So it's not a very mm-hmm. scary experience for them. But mm-hmm. I know that's what I'm hoping for. L.A. Mm-hmm. is... A bad time right now. Yeah, yeah, I would not want them to come now. But that's what I'm looking forward to is 2021. Okay. I'm hopeful that, you know, the vaccines will be distributed uh, 
in a, a timely manner and mm-hmm. that I can see my parents again because it'll Speak- have been over a year. Speaking of Mags, you got the vaccine, right? Oh, yeah. I can kind of talk about what that was like. It was. What was it like? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was actually a pretty organized process. I got an email from work and they started. They were very transparent on like this. The vaccines are coming next week. Um, We will start sending emails to everyone to kind of gauge like who is the most at risk and like what sort of criteria you need to meet in order to be prioritized and go down the list. I think the majority of all the frontline workers at the institution that I work at have been offered the vaccine. Um, But it was just like a little questionnaire um, measuring your risk status. And then I think a week later, I received a vaccine to schedule my um, appointment. And when I got there, an email, yeah, yeah. email, Mm -hmm. yeah, an email to schedule my appointment. And I got there, they had kind of gone over everything, um, like in, there was like an app that I had to download and they kind of, and they asked like, what is like the most important thing you want covered before you go? And like, they wanted to reduce the amount of time and get as many people in and vaccinated. So I received my vaccine And then I had to wait in a waiting area for 15 minutes just to make sure there was no adverse side effects um, and erring on like this erring on a big side of caution to make sure like people with allergies or anything like that weren't going to react. Um, And luckily, days later, I think the following day later, my arm was a little sore, but that's just my immune system working as designed. And then the day after that, I was back to work. And yeah, nothing to report so far. It's been, I got it on the 23rd. So it's been over, I can't do math right now, over a week, and, uh, almost two weeks. Yeah. So almost. I'm set to receive my third, my second dose on soon. Um, I wanted to vlog just to show people like what uh-huh. it was like, but I am terrible at vlogging. And so <laughs> I just took pictures. We asked like, well, if one of my coworkers could go back and just like take a photo of me. And they were like, they were very strict. They're like, sorry, only one person. Um, and they got the vaccine from like an outside location just cause they have to keep them pretty cold. But even when she put it, like when I got injected, I didn't even feel a thing. Like it was just very quick. And, um, usually I'm pretty squeamish watching needles going into me, but I stomached it and took a little selfie for everyone. And I posted it on my Instagram. So I heard those are going to be called vaxies, the vaccine vaxies. selfies. Vaxies. Oh, Everyone's doing fun. it guys. Vaxies. Yeah. Um, do you know how this vaccine works? Cause it's a little different than like the flu vaccine, for yeah, example. The, yeah. So usually <clears throat> with the flu vaccine, it's the actual virus well not like a live Mm -hmm. virus but um mrna technology is a little different but it basically teaches your cells to produce the spike like the instructions to produce the spike protein on the sars covid 19 virus so it's giving it's basically giving your body the instructions the ikea instructions on how to fight it if you were to come in contact with said covid 19 Oh God, I hope um, it's not the IKEA instructions. I know, right? <laughs> IKEA is no maybe, words. Maybe you're getting the the West Elm white glove delivery service yes. instructions. So they do it for you. I build it so. for you, take the recycling yeah. away. Yes. Yes. Touche. So funny. 
But Love yeah, it. it's uh, the research has been really extensive with this one, even though it hasn't been used in uh, any vaccine prior. Um, but yeah. Right. This mRNA research that they're using has been going on for like a decade um, mm -hmm. as a new way to like deliver vaccines. It's just using mm -hmm. it for COVID is what's been in development for like a year. That's the fast part. But the the idea behind it is actually like pretty well studied, right? So it's pretty neat. It's like in a, mm -hmm. the reason why it has to be so cold is because it has to protect the lipid. It has to be delivered mm -hmm. via like a fat molecule. It's actually really fascinating on how they came up with the gay scientists because it it's people very much smarter than me. I know you said gay scientist, like gay. but I heard gay scientist. <laughs> gay scientist. Like, gay scientist. Maybe we cut I that hope out. They were. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact that they're both well above 90% effectiveness, I think mm -hmm. the closest thing we have to that is the measles vaccine. Okay. Which was, I think, like 90. So how effective is like the flu vaccine, which I get every year. I'm sure you do too. Yeah, I did get it. I think in October. Um, I did too. But it's mm -hmm. much more, it's much more effective because I think flu vaccines, the efficacy is not even above like 50%, I don't believe. Oh, Wow. Yeah. Well, because yeah. there are different strains of the flu. So, yeah, and that's why it's not as effective. Every year there's another strain. So you could mm -hmm. get the flu vaccine and you could happen to get a different strain of mm -hmm. the flu. Exactly. Well, and yeah. there are years like 2019 mm -hmm. where they they like try to anticipate what the strain of the flu is gonna be when they're mm -hmm. developing the vaccine and they got it <clears throat> wrong. I knew like yeah, yeah. they did the wrong 15 one. Fifteen people who got the flu because you know, they, they're not perfect at sort of yeah. looking ahead at what yeah. it's going to be. Yeah. I never but got the flu vaccine when I was older, like post-college. I hate needles and I was always very terrified to go in. And then mm -hmm. my parents retired when I was in my early 20s. So uh, under Obamacare, I couldn't be under their insurance anymore because you're not, you know, your parents aren't employed, so right. <laughs> there's no insurance for you to take. So there was a couple like gaps in insurance that I had. And so I was like, oh, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. not going to get it. I got the flu. And now I am like clockwork. I will always get that <laughs> vaccine mm -hmm. because the flu is so it was one of the like worst sick. I don't get sick that often. And yeah. this was like sick times 50. And it all came in like one afternoon. Yeah. So the flu is get gnarly. your get your flu vaccine. Just do mm -hmm. it. Just do it. There are places that'll do it low cost too, which I was I think stupid and had no idea. Some places will do it for free. Some, some people, yeah. Some places do it for five dollars. Yeah. CVS, yeah. I think, does five dollar yeah. flu vaccines. So I don't don't be a dumb dumb like me <laughs> and think just because you don't have great insurance you can't get it. You can get Becky, it. a cautionary tale. I'm a cautionary <laughs> tale. And go yeah. get your teeth cleaned. That's another one, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Teeth cleaning is a big one. Get them done. Yeah. Honestly, wearing a mask helps prevent the flu as well. It's just a good yeah, social distancing all yeah. winter. Keeps your nose cozy. It's great. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. I love wearing masks in cold mornings. Yeah, It's like the yeah. only perk. I mean, 90-degree weather, a little different. But. but And Maggie, I know mm. you'll feel this. 
But wearing a mask while walking your dog and picking up dog poop is the greatest invention to dog ownership ever. <laughs> yes. You don't smell it. It's so great. It's so good. It's so <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm going to do it all the time for years to yeah. come. And I'm saving on my, ma- well, not that I wear makeup when I'm like walking Bowie in the morning anyway, but like not only having to worry about my eyeball showing. Great. Great. We love it. We love to see it. So, Mags, do you have anything you're looking forward to in 2021 other than the second half of your COVID vaccine? Mm, Personally, I kind of have to say that I hope we get the ball rolling on deciding what we're going to do for the wedding. Obviously, the wedding's not. We have decided not to get married in 2021, but hopefully we can get the ball rolling and have some sort of idea what Mm -hmm. is to come. So I'm excited for what the future holds. So speaking of the vaccine, I remember in college, I was required to get the meningitis vaccine uh, Mm, by the university mm -hmm. because I lived in a dorm. As a nurse, were you required to get the COVID vaccine or is it a choice for someone in the medical profession to receive the vaccine? Yeah, um, for this specific one, uh, the institution I work for, it is optional. So you can choose to get it. You can choose not to get it. I had COVID-19 in April, but I ch- there has been research that shows that natural immunity may not be high enough. And because I work in a clinical setting, I made the decision to get the vaccine because the likelihood of me coming into contact with COVID again, very high every single day I go into work. So I just want to make sure that my body has what it needs to prevent any sort of disease or chronic Mm -hmm. serious illness. Um, So that was my choice. Um, Other people may have different thoughts. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that I was well protected. Um, Obviously I will still be wearing a mask, even though you are vaccinated. uh, There isn't enough data to support whether or not you can still spread it. So continuing to social distance and wear a mask is key. Mags, was getting the vaccine a hard choice for you or was that pretty easy? Like, how did you come to the decision to go for it? Oh, so easy. (laughs) If I could have been first in line, I would have. But obviously making sure that everyone working with um, direct COVID patients in the hospital and ICUs were getting it first ER. Um, But it wasn't a hard decision for me at all. Like, I wanted to make sure, like, I want to be part of the solution and not perpetuate misinformation. And um, I don't know. Yeah. Would you have any advice to someone who was nervous to get it? Like, anything you could tell them? Like, if you had a patient um, who was just confiding was to you, yeah, who was nervous to get the vaccine? Yeah. I mean, I understand with all the medical misinformation going around why you could read into those things and be nervous to get a vaccine, but I wouldn't promote anything I wouldn't do to myself. Um, And vaccines, I mean, they don't stay in your body forever. Like they do what they need to do and they're excreted. It's not like taking a pill, like a prescription drug every single day. Like those are obviously Mm going to stay in your body for an extended period of time. Um, but I trust science. I I know that the research on this vaccine has been very transparent and unfortunately, uh, misinformation seems to travel a lot faster than actual data, which is Mm. sad. That is sad. Did you get the Dolly Parton vaccine? 
<gasps> Moderna's vaccine. No, I wish the I The Dolly had vaccine. The Dolly vaccine. Oh, yeah. I think so, they're both very good, but only one is sponsored by the darling of country music. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't get to choose which vaccine I did get. I got the Pfizer vaccine, dose one. Um, mm. But how cool. If I had gotten the Moderna cool. vaccine, I would have been able to say that a part of Dolly Parton was inside of me. No. Okay. <laughs> Dolly's Maybe well I'll get to be able to sing as well and songwrite as like as well as Dolly. Oh my god! What goodness. a dream! Have you guys watched Bridgerton? <gasps> we did. It, we watched. Finished it. We binged it in a day. Yeah, that's what Eugene and Matt did too. And we're parents, <laughs> so we watched it over the course of a week because yeah. we're not also, daytime yeah, we're, watching TV. Yeah, I mean, and I wish I watched podcast. it slower. <laughs> But it I was wish I the watched- four of us watched it together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish it-, it was a show I just took my time watching because it's so, so you can just sit there and be like, wow. I think I want to rewatch the beginning just to pay more attention to the wigs. It's so good. And to anyone who has not watched it, this isn't a spoiler. This is anticipatory glee. It <laughs> yeah. starts very Victorian and it gets mm-hmm. very racy. So get ready. Yeah. It's hot and heavy. It's so hot and heavy. Shonda. My favorite part was recognizing pop songs in orchestra form. It was so fun. Shawn Mendes (laughs) was one of them. Yeah. And they're all all dancing all properly. That was like my favorite. Mm -hmm. I also watched um, on the break, you know, Cult Watch. I watched a Heaven's Gate documentary on HBO. Oh, my was friend it? produced that. Oh, very yeah, good. You know, it Two was a bit my slow friends, at actually. the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a bit slow at the beginning, but um, as it kept up, I really liked it. It was, I would say Heaven's Gate is not a cult that I would join uh, because no. they were they were very um, upfront about their mission of going to space and ascending um, and it, it's yep. also very uh, tied into uh, like a religious aspect. So mm-hmm. again, another mm-hmm. reason I wouldn't be involved in that one. But Me it did neither. change my mind kind of about it, you know, yeah. about the uh, Heaven's Gate. Just watching it, I thought it was really interesting to see. You know, I didn't know that it was around for like 20 years, like before... Sorry, spoiler Damn. alert, if you don't know about cults from the uh, early, <laughs> well, starting in the 70s and ending in the late 90s. Uh, so they, they commit like the sort of U.S.'s first, I don't know if it was the first one or the first recognized mass suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the end of it, I was kind of like, I mean, they've been in it for 20 years and they wow. didn't hurt anyone like that other cult where they tried to like poison people in their lettuce. <sighs> So it was a very like morally conflicting uh-huh. thing to be like, well, is is this okay? I mean, they did brainwash I mean, them, but they also talked about space right at the beginning. You know, I feel like I Scientology kind of surprises you with the going mm-hmm. to space. This was like they held meetings that were like, do you want to know about going to space? Yeah, to like ascend to heaven. To ascend, yeah, to ascend your vessel. Like to mm. your enlightenment. Yeah, so mm. I was very, that one really sort of morally confused me. I think mm. brainwashing is always on the morally. I think it's always a no-no. Yeah. No, yeah. no way. I think you shouldn't do it. I don't think no you way. should brainwash people. Yeah, I thought 
I mean, I'm tied to it because friends of mine produced it and I'm very mm-hmm. proud of them. Um, but I thought they did really well with very little like actual footage. Like Nexium was so good because they recorded mm-hmm. everything. So you had videos of everything. Great to yeah. make a million documentaries. But Heaven's Gate, they really had to like piece it together. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had like one handheld camera. Yeah. And like that was... <laughs> That was kind of oh, it for enough. their footage. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it was, yeah, it was very uh, interesting. It sparked a lot of mm-hmm. conversation. Anything you guys have been watching, Mags? Um, I'm halfway through The Flight Attendant. <gasps> oh, I yes. haven't seen it. Do you love it's, it? I did not watch any trailers for it. In episode one, I was like, whoa, <gasps> I did not so know good. what this show was about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't Just seen go it. In blind. Ex- Don't watch I'm anything ex- about it. I'm excited to keep going. I mm-hmm. think I'm almost done. I've been watching like two to three episodes every night, and it's a very short season. It's like eight episodes or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But I love it. It's good. Zach, I don't know. He's like, mm, they're losing me, but I'm I'm there. I'm in it. Uh, go I on without it was so him. Good. Every man yeah. for himself, keep going. Maggie. Yeah. I think Kaylee Cuoco might get a nomination for maybe a Globe for that yeah. one. Yeah. Mm. Or an Emmy. Yeah. I thought it was very different from her normal. I mean, I guess I've only ever seen her in Big Bang. Um, yeah. And it was just so, I, I thought she did a really good job of yeah. balancing the humor and the darkness of it all. Well, you know what starts tonight? <gasps> Matt James Bachelor! 919. I thought it was last night. I was thinking of you guys. Maggie, you have to watch it. It is the first black male bachelor. And I finished last season because of you guys. And I texted (gasps) I texted people of my friends who usually watch it and they're like, oh my God, you're watching it this season? (sighs) Yeah. Yay, join us. Yay. Matt James 919. And he wasn't on The Bachelor previously. He's a friend of one of the former contestants Mm -hmm. of The Bachelorette. But basically the people cast him. People were like, saw this guy on social media and was like, him, Mm -hmm. follow him. And maybe met him at a party and was like, he would be great. Because you have to have some sort of personality to be the main person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not always been true. There have been some pretty (laughs) planned Bachelor and Bachelorettes. But Peelit Poot, as Alexandria <laughs> called Poot. I can uh, only Poot. call him that now. I only I say Peelit Poot because of Alexandria. <laughs> Peelit Poot oh had four breakups in 2020. Peelit wasn't his Peelet. year. Peelit Peelit. Yeah, Peelet. Keith and I were, Keith and I don't normally watch Bachelor. Sometimes we'll skip uh, the men's season. Uh, mm-hmm. But I told him we got to watch it because we got to give him the numbers and we got to let him know we want more like Bachelorette black Bachelorette bachelors. More? Yeah, we like Bachelorette more. Huh. Normally, the Bachelorette does a better job hosting the show. Someone give Tasha a show, like a real show. She's such oh a good my host. God. She needs it. Yeah. And Ivan. Someone and give Ivan. Ivan oh, well, Ivan just needs love. He's an he aeronautical love. engineer. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. need a show. He's fine. Yeah. yeah. But he does think, need love. Yeah, I was, I was conflicted to, with that ending. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I think it was clear she loved Zach the most all yes, along. Exactly. And Ivan is like objectively a really awesome human. Um, yes. But like the chemistry wasn't the same as with Zach. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. But Matt James, first Black Bachelor, it's about damn yes. time. I can't wait. His season looks awesome. It looks really interesting. There was a lot of crying in the trailer well, for it. I felt like there was a lot of tears. 
Um, but I listened to this uh, podcast and follow these gals on Instagram. It's called uh, Two Black Girls, One Rose. Mm-hmm. And they deep dive The Bachelor and Bachelorette. And they were talking about the reason they thought Tasha's season was so good was, mm-hmm. I mean, typically the female seasons are better uh, just mm-hmm. because women tend to be more mature than the men and they don't let sort of the bullshit drama scoop right. anything up. But mm-hmm. they also, the men they picked were so good. And Tasha was so good at asking them real, genuine questions mm-hmm. and not doing like the fluff, like whatever questions. So I'm hoping that. that Matt James also goes with that mentality mm. of asking like real, actual questions and really trying to find, like, find out who people are as opposed to just saying, like, oh, you're so beautiful or you're mm-hmm. so yeah. funny, you know? I think part of that is because those men were cast for Claire and they were all in their mid-30s and they had, like, some pretty real-life stories. Well, Ivan was okay. young. Yeah. Ivan is young, but Ivan's soul is not young. Oh, he's got an old, old soul. Um, and, but normally... Him. Bachelor contestants are like 24 and they're just mm-hmm. a little more like straight out of college. They haven't worked, you know, they've worked a couple jobs, but they're not like deep into careers, deep into wanting a family, deep into like some of these more mature ideas. And mm-hmm. Tasha's guys were definitely all like that. Zach and Ivan included. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Tasha lived a life, you know, she got married when she mm-hmm. was really young. Uh, so yeah. it was, and so did Brendan. So it was just nice to see mm-hmm. people who weren't there for the, um, like, I mean, obviously, they're all there for the Instagram fame as well. Because, like, YOLO, mm-hmm. get that check. Um, yeah. But they, she she truly, genuinely, and so did the, like, top three guys, truly did seem like they were there for love. Yeah, you know? I think they really were. Um, I yeah. hope they were. I hope they're very happy. And I hope yeah. someone scoops Ivan up real quick. Yeah. Catch of the year. Good luck to someone <laughs> in 2021. Yeah. But Maggie, jump in. Jump into Bachelor. All right. All right. Maybe I we'll, wish we maybe we'll get Tasha on the podcast. Maybe that oh could be our 2021. Okay. What are our podcast goals? Tasha? Yeah. Or Tasha? Or Ivan? Yeah. <laughs> Rachel, you are we married. <laughs> you are heckin' married, girl. <laughs> I just want to chat, Becky. I just want to chat. She like yeah. slides into his DMs. She's <laughs> like, hey, no, I would um, never. Never. <laughs> okay. We want to yeah, get Tasha on the podcast. That's mm-hmm. such a um, pie in the sky goal. But let's try. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Oh, my gosh. Don't make promises you can't keep. Our audience will <laughs> okay. uh, not forget. For real. <laughs> they will hold yeah. us to it. Let's make some goals for the podcast in 2021. What do yeah, you want to do this year? We just started it last year. It, you know, yeah. um, I'm excited to get some guests on. Like I like mm-hmm. surrounding myself with people that have knowledge outside of my realm. And I'm excited. I'm excited, excited. to surround myself with smarter people than me, more interesting mm-hmm. people than me <laughs> and picking Please, their brain a bit. They could never, um, yeah. not let's, smarter let's have, or more do interesting. Like a really, a really, uh, big one. Elizabeth mm-hmm. Warren. Let's get her on the podcast. Whoa. Whoa. Yes. She was on another podcast that I listened to, and I was like, we can get her. We can get her, too. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, maybe. She may have, like, 10 minutes, but. It might be a No, no, no. Mm. Not for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously not. We wouldn't want to take her time. 
Elizabeth Warren. Okay, so yeah, that's big a good one. guest on the podcast. So far, we've got Tasha and Elizabeth Warren. Tasha. Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> yeah, I love where this is going. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to have some more guests who are involved in uh, like social issues, social justice cool. issues. Mm-hmm. Um, we are pretty heck and white here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would love to get some more diverse voices in the mm-hmm. podcast to, mm-hmm. to chat with us and give us a different perspective on uh, literally anything. I would also love to have my sister-in-law on. Um, <laughs> shameless plug. She just started at a new firm that she created with her uh, other lawyers. It's called the Houston Galveston Immigrant Project or the Galveston Houston Immigration Project. One, It either flips either way. And you can mm-hmm. donate to help uh, right now, if you wanted, on their website. Um, you are such a good sister-in-law. But I would love to <laughs> pick her brain because she knows so much. She works in, obviously, Houston. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she's bilingual and she helps people with their immigration. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'd love to just chat, chat, chit chat about that because I don't, I, you know, have never immigrated anywhere. So I would love mm-hmm. to know about that. And I think it was a big topic of 2020 especially mm-hmm. with uh, he who shall not be named. Yeah. Uh, so I want to see what she's hopeful for in 2020 in the changes that she's going to mm. see that were, you know, a lot of the immigration uh, that we saw immigration legislation that came out was executive order. So that can be thrown out when we take out the trash on the 20th. <laughs> we guys Woo! start the countdown. Woo! We've got 16 days. Take out the trash. Take them all <laughs> out. Take everyone with him. We're looking oh at you, Mitch. And then <laughs> please clean the White House of COVID. Thank you. <laughs> yes, please. Yes. Please take a bunch of disinfectant to the White House. More guests, both of the local yes. level and mm-hmm. the aspirational level. Yes. Anything oh, else? Wait, I have one. Ariel. Ooh. Ariel. We, we want to get Ariel, Ariel back. back. <laughs> yeah. Listen, oh my God, do, we want Ariel back or do we want Ariel <laughs> like, and Finn back? I know. Uh, I want can all. Finn be a guest on the podcast? Bring him. So we can finally meet him? I know. Yeah. I know. I want to just like sniff him. Just one quick sniff. Just, just a little. Sniff. Do some yeah. ASMR. Fresh He's baby booty. The precious. best smell. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. Got getting Ariel face. back. I can't wait. I miss her so much. Mm-hmm. Number one guest <laughs> is our host returning. <laughs> yes. Oh, what is yeah. oh, you know who I also want to get? Who? Who? We gotta talk to to Miles Bonsignore's fiance. Yes. <gasps> oh, get her on fiance. Yes. We need to hear the the engagement story from Sarah mm. herself because we yes. all know Sarah's name on this podcast. I don't know if you guys listen Shade. to the boys, but. But that's shade to the boys. Yeah. Oh, I don't listen to the boys, which is the real shade. <laughs> they I do sometimes now, but I yeah. feel like I get all their stories in person. So that's true. Yeah. They're notorious for um, not remembering Sarah's name. Oh, got it. Um, they also don't listen to this podcast. We're just living in our little Venn diagram here. <laughs> I think Zach sometimes. does. Sometimes Zach will text us about it. <laughs> Zach loves podcasts. He's always listen. He always had his ear booby in his ears and listening to something. I'm like, who are you listening to now? His ear booby? <laughs> That's what we name our AirPods. It's like Zach's ear boobies. 
Maggie's ear boobies. Why boobies? Why booby? I don't know. Does it look like, like a booby? We're five years old. They look like nipples. Well, guys, we've done it. We've come to the end of the first episode of 2021. We hope you enjoyed your time sitting with us today. Mm-hmm. Um, if you did enjoy it, make sure you uh, rate us five stars on Apple. Make sure you subscribe on all the places you can subscribe. And our email is still open. It's you can sit with us pod at gmail.com. Uh, let us know. Email us and let us know who you want to see on the podcast. Any guests that you want to see. And like, not that we don't love when you email us about Matt, but <laughs> we we got it. We hear. We hear you loud and clear. <laughs> Matt, we got it. But if you have any other people <laughs> other than Matt, we would love to hear it. Uh, and if there are any uh, suggestions you guys want us to talk about, because we covered a lot last year periods, birth control, sex ed, engagements, babies, uh, COVID, uh, politics, voting. We did it. We talked about them. (laughs) What else? What else can we do, you guys? Let us know. Um, Yeah, send us an email. But until next time, hope you guys have a good and safe week. Don't forget to wear your mask and wash your hands. (laughs) 